Welcome to Radio Uninvited. This is Asya Hussein with Bob Johnson. Today we have Dr. Patricia Levy, and we're talking about her latest book, Hollyland. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Asya is going to give Patricia a proper introduction. Take it away. I'm going to do my best. Patricia Levy, Dr. Patricia Levy. Today we're talking all about Hollyland. It's being called a love letter to the arts. People are talking about this book. They cannot put it down. You've published over 40 books. You've been honored alongside Chelsea Clinton and Melissa Etheridge in Women's Empowerment Platforms. You have an award in your name, the Patricia Levy Award for Art and Social Justice. And I understand that you served as founding director of gender studies and the chairperson of sociology and the criminology department at your alma mater. And the list goes on and on. Tell me if that sounded about right and if there's anything else that you'd like to add. It sounded very generous. So thank you so much for that lovely introduction. I'm really excited about Hollyland. I actually wrote this book during the lockdown when we were, you know, all trapped in our homes and we were living in a world that didn't allow for any human affection, really. We couldn't even come within six feet of one another. We couldn't hug one another. And I just mentally wanted to escape to an affectionate, exuberant, happy place. And so in my mind, I went to this place, Hollyland, and that's how the book came to be. And so I'm so excited that the world is getting back to a much better place as the book is finally coming out. That's beautifully put. And it makes so much sense taking us through the book. It's been called a love letter to the arts. And I so agree with that. With your background as an art researcher, there's the museums and the landscapes and the way they speak to each other. And it is magical. Where was the inspiration? Thank you so much for your kind words. I really, really appreciate it. I mean, I think that really, I've been an arts researcher for about 20 years, and I've written nonfiction books about the arts. And I started publishing novels about 10 or 12 years ago. And all my novels sort of have some sort of like nod to the arts and my love of arts definitely comes through. But when it came to Hollyland, I think it was a function of being in the lockdown and, and, you know, being depressed and worried and anxious, like most people were at the time that I decided I wanted to go to the thing I love the most. And that's the arts. It's movies and novels and theater and music and all of those things and all of the happy memories I have throughout my life of experiencing those things. And it was also a case of draw from what you know. You know, sometimes when I'm writing a novel, I like to go out in the world and explore and do research, but that wasn't possible during the pandemic. And so I decided to draw on what I know. And actually, my father was diagnosed with COVID. And this was in the initial lockdown before there was any vaccine. And he is elderly and had other health problems at the time. And so I was really terrified, basically, that I'd never see him again. And I live up north in New England, and he and my mother live in Florida, and there was absolutely no way to get there during the lockdown. And so I decided I wanted to write him a love letter, sort of that letter where you tell someone everything they mean to you. And I wrote down to do that, but it turns out I'm not a very good letter writer, but I do know how to write a novel. And so I ended up writing Hollyland for my dad instead. And it is a love letter to living with passion, to making the most out of life. And it is also a love letter to the arts. My dad took me to the first movie I ever went to, and I fell in love with movie magic back then. And so, you know, 
The book is a love story between an arts researcher and a famous Hollywood bad boy. But really, you know, Dee, the main character, has a strong relationship with her father, and that is very much inspired by my father. And there's this sort of very optimistic view of life that they all share, which is part of why they love the arts so much and the hope that the arts can bring us. And that also is very much about my father. And so really, the book is about love of arts and this love between this couple. But really, it's just a love letter to, to living with passion and to my dad. And I made it a celebrity romance because, of course, it's fun. I mean, it's fun to let your mind wander and go to Hollywood and actors and producers and that sort of thing. But I also really wanted to ask at the end of the day, who are the real movie stars on the big screen of our lives? And that's really what the book is about. It's really not about the celebrities and whether or not art is successful. It's really about what are the things that touch us? Who are the people that matter the most? And so that's where Hollyland came from. And I'm extremely excited to report that almost two and a half years after I wrote it during that initial lockdown, not only is it coming out into the world, but my father is miraculously alive and well and completely loves the book. So even if he was my only reader, I would be thrilled with that. I wrote the book very quickly and I sent it overnight mail to him. And I really didn't know that two and a half years later, it would be released into the world and anybody else would read it. So this is just a joy. See, this is one of those cases where you know that this is a special book. You know that it's giving something to people. But the way that it came together is even more intimate and and deeper on another level. Did he know that you were writing when you started writing it? He did not know that I was writing it. And I was terrified that I wouldn't finish it in time because at the time I I really, I didn't think he was going to live maybe more than days or weeks. And so I really didn't know if I would finish it in time. And so I literally stayed in my office round the clock writing the first draft. And I wrote it very quickly. And I did send it to my longtime copy editor because I didn't want to send my dad something that was crappy. So I sent it to my longtime editor and I said, you got to do me a favor. Please just put other things aside and do this for me quickly. And she did. And I sent it, I printed it out, sent it, sent a manuscript overnight mail to my dad. And he read it right away and he absolutely loved it. And he saw all the nods to him and his family and his upbringing that nobody else will recognize, but that he did. And mostly just the message about living with gusto and optimism and all of the things that he's tried to teach me and the rest of our family. So he just loved the book and he's he's the most excited person that it's it's going to be released into the world and other people are reading it. And hopefully, hopefully some of that love that I put into it will live in them as well when they read it. Absolutely. I can see that going many, many, many ways. It sounds like a movie. Any speakings or utterings about it being made into a film? You know, my husband reads all of my books. And when he read this one, he said, this one should really be a movie. And, you know, Hollywood loves to make movies about Hollywood. So (laughs) you never know. But I mean, I I don't have any aspirations ever because beyond writing a book. I just write the book and put it out into the world and we'll see what happens. But, and I always imagine it in my own way anyway. So if anyone wanted to make a movie, to be honest, I don't know if I'd go and see it because I love to imagine my characters as they live in my mind. But if anyone reads it and and wants to make a movie out of it, I would certainly be thrilled. I want to jump in for just a quick uh, reflection on art. I think there are two types of people in the world. People who love to create people who appreciate the creations of others and people who really 
stay away from trying to understand or trying to get into the arts. And I think if we can bring more people into art and into the love of film, for example, we would have a better, a better earth. When we started talking, we started painting as human beings. I think so too. I mean, look, even if you think about the pandemic and the lockdown, there are so many examples of how people turn to the arts to find joy and to get through it. I mean, streaming services were crashing because so many people were watching movies and television shows and concerts. And, you know, sales of art supplies were going up because people decided now's the time I can paint or write a novel at home or take that YouTube class or whatever it might be. I think that the arts bring people incredible joy. I think the process of creating and experiencing art can be cathartic. It can be healing. It can be resonant. It can make you feel like you're not alone in different ways. And so I think that we just can't have enough of that. I also think, I'll say the thing I've gotten the most from from writing and from being a novelist is compassion for other people and empathy for other people. And I definitely and much less quick to judgment on other people and their reactions to things and their experiences than I used to be. And it's because when I write these characters, I always feel so much empathy for them. And that includes characters that might not be likable. It doesn't matter if you're crossing one of my pages, I feel something for you. And I know your backstory, you know, whether you're, you're immediately likable to the average person or not. And I think that that makes you look at everybody differently and realize that everybody has a backstory that you don't get to see and that you don't know what's driving what you're outwardly seeing. And so I start with a place of compassion with people in a way that I don't think I used to do. And I think that that has continued to grow. The more I write and the more I read, that grows. And I think that's true for others too. And experiencing all different kinds of art or creating any kind of art, it doesn't need to be writing, can be whatever brings you joy. I have to say, this is such a treasured background and sort of, or forward in advance of your story. I think it sends a beautiful message of hope. What you went through in the lockdown, I mean, we all went through that, you know, whether we were sick or had a family member that was sick. You are just really a shining example, truly, of look what you've created, look what you're bringing into the world, love and hope. I mean, it really is a profound message because it was created in in that isolated time. You are very kind. Thank you so much for your kind words. I mean, the funny thing is for people who want, you know, a lot of conflict or that kind of thing, they're not going to love this book because this book is all love and these people treat each other well and there is kindness. And I will never apologize for that because that's what I wanted to create and put into the world at that moment. And and I think that there can never be enough of that. Examples of kind people who treat each other well, of people who, even though they've gone through difficult things, treat each other well. I mean, there there's this saying, you know, hurt people hurt people. And I hear that all the time. And I think, you know, sometimes hurt people can love one another in extraordinary ways and they don't widen the circle of pain. And so I really have been trying in recent years to put really positive stories into the world with positive characters. So that will appeal to some readers more than other readers, but I feel really good about it. I feel, and I, for me, Hollyland is an example of that. It is something that it came from a very pure place. It is nothing but love and light. That's what it's meant to be. And and so my hope is for, for people who might enjoy that, if they choose to pick it up, then a little spark of that light 
will live inside of them too. That's a perfect message, what you said. You know, you don't have to cycle through, you know, hurt people, hurt people. That can be broken. You know, hurt people can love in extraordinary ways. This is this is what you've done. And it is immersive, you know. I mean, I found it to be beyond, you know, kind of just a happy read. It's like a dance. Thank you. That's that's very kind. Thank you. I mean, you know, one of the reasons I I've lately become really interested in writing celebrity romances. I mean, not all my books are that, but I've just written a few in a row. And Hollyland is the first one of those to come out. And one of the reasons is because I think that we live in a culture that just is completely celebrity obsessed. And, and I think all you have to do is go on Instagram and look at the followers that famous people have. And you can sort of see very quickly that there is this incredible fascination. And we live in this world that is very filtered. And and I'm not anti-social media. I'm on there. I get it. I get what people get out of it. But it is a very specific way of living. And I'm not sure that's where the real magic in our lives is going to come from. I'm not sure it's going to come from, you know, hero worship of people we don't know and assuming their lives are something that they may or may not be and don't really know. And so I really wanted to write this story where, you know, there are famous people, there are successful people, but it really isn't about that at all. It's really about finding the person you have a connection with and finding close friends and family members, relatives, whoever it might be in your life. And so, you know, the part of it for me was that, you know, the big screen might be silver, but where is the real gold dust in our lives? And so that's one of the things I was trying to to get across with the book and that I hope people take from it. Yes. And I did look at your Instagram, you know, perhaps the yellow book road is just a trail of gold dust leading one or connecting one dream to another. Is that signature to this book? It is. It is. So peppered in like a few subtle references to the Wizard of Oz in the book, because it's the first movie that my father ever took me to. And so I I sprinkled that in. And again, he's probably the only person who will ever notice that, but it's sprinkled in there. And, you know, to me, you know, the main character, Dee, uses this idea of gold dust. She's really just talking about magic, the search for magic in our lives, whether it's in your work, in your love life, with your family, whatever it is. But we're all looking for something special. And she calls that gold dust, that we're all looking for gold dust. And maybe it's something you can never hold in your hands, but it's it's something we're searching for and that we get to experience moments of. And so I, I put that, that quote is my favorite quote from the book. And so I put that on my Instagram because, again, that Instagram is like this filtered, curated reality that, you know, it serves a purpose and it's fun in some ways, but it doesn't represent the totality of people's lives either. And so I think it's important to try and cut through that a little bit. Salman Rusty said that most stories are Wizard of Oz stories. (laughs) He said, he said, we're all looking for our home and our heart. And so that, yes, that's true. in in many cases, when you watch movies or, or read a book that you feel, you know, you feel something when you walk away. So true. I'm going to watch everything now through that filter, because once you hear something, you can't unlearn it. We're all looking for heart and courage and, and, you know, and I think, and even, you know, the idea of the Wizard of Oz, I think everybody feels like an imposter. And I think, you know, I mean, we mentioned Instagram, but that's just one example where everybody knows their pictures are filtered and it's your highlight reel and it's not the totality of your life. And so I think everybody sort of feels like, 
you know, the person behind the big smoke machine in certain ways. And so my hope is in my books to cut through that a little bit. Well, I want to thank you so much, Patricia Levy. The book is Hollyland, Asya. Thank you for for leading this uh, discussion with Patricia. It's a very interesting conversation. I enjoyed it. This is a life free from destiny. Not only what we sow, not only what we show, this is a life, every possibility, from destiny, I choose you, and you choose me, not only what we sow, This is our life.